Welcome to the Builders of Authority podcast, a show committed to helping you build authority for your brand. In the realm of business and personal branding, authority stands as a cornerstone. Authority isn't built overnight, it's built over time. So join us as we build something remarkable together. And now, here's your host, Adam McChesney. Hey, what's up, everybody? Excited for today's episode. It's the first in-person episode of the Builders of Authority new podcast that we've launched. No pressure. No pressure. Mm -hmm. Today's guest is someone that I've known for years, going all the way back to grade school. We didn't know of each other, but didn't necessarily know each other super well. It wasn't until seven or eight years ago that we really got to know each other and started hanging out. Since then, we've spent quite a bit of time together playing some softball up at St. Margaret Mary, spending too much time uh, a couple years ago hanging out and hopping around at bars in Oakville. Shout out to, to Crocs. They, they probably owe us for, <laughs> for that shout out right there. But you probably shouldn't go there. But anyways, over the past few years, we've definitely grown up. We've started businesses, although we really haven't talked much about business up until today when we're going to dive into some of that stuff. We've both gotten married. Now both of us are fathers. So times have changed, but of course, for the better. He has listened to many of the previous Entrepreneur episodes, and I've been a patient of his at the chiropractic office, which today reminded me I haven't seen you since Murphy was born, so I need to get back on the <laughs> schedule. So nonetheless, though, he's just an overall great human being that loves what he does, and he's building a great business for himself. A lot of interesting ways he's been able to grow the business through branding and marketing, which we'll talk about here today. So I wanted to bring him on to learn more about his journey and what he's doing. My guest today is Brendan Gilgem. He is the owner of Gilgem Chiropractic in Oakville, Missouri. Brendan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I didn't know this was the first in-person one for yeah. the for the new uh, uh, yeah. podcast rebrand, so yeah. I am honored. Um, and Adam is an extraordinary softball player, so <laughs> don't let him fool you. Yeah, something MVP like that. MVP of the team. Something <laughs> like that. I don't know about all that, man, but it's been... Uh, Man, it's been fun. It was like 2016, I think, when we start when I started playing, yeah. right? And it's like, okay, it feels like it's only been a couple of years, but mm -hmm. it's like, okay, no, we're going on. That's like seven years ago. <laughs> time flies. Time flies. Yeah. Well, we had the COVID years too, which zapped a lot of years yeah. from us. But yeah, time flies. Yeah, time definitely flies, man. Well, well, talk to us a little bit. You know, we like to kind of start the episode here with the Builders of Authority podcast, just kind of on your entrepreneurial journey. Talk to us a little bit about how you got started with the practice and, and kind of where things have evolved from. Yeah, it's kind of a fun story. I, um, I guess dating to me, I, I always knew I wanted to do something in the health field. And so I was between about four professions since I've been in like grade school. So didn't want to sit behind a cubicle, knew I wanted to help people out. Like that's always been something I wanted to do. So I was between chiropractic, physical therapy, occupational therapy. And then I saw a speech language pathologist when I was a kid all my G's were J's. My sister's name's Jordan. I call her Gordon for like <laughs> for like five years. So that was the fourth field I was choosing from. So spent a lot of my time at Mizzou and even into high school a little bit, just shadowing all of these fields and ended up landing one way or another on chiropractic. I fell in love with, with the profession as a whole and what it gives back to people, mostly from a figuring out a root cause type deal and fixing that rather than kind of putting band-aids on things. So that's the long story short of that. Um, how I began my practice itself is a unique story also in that I had preceptored somewhere during my last year in chiropractic school, which is part of the curriculum. You, you do a preceptorship at the end. Um, really liked the office, really liked the doctor, learned a lot from them. And, um, and then was 
had signed on a deal to be an associate there for at least a year. Mm. Um, and, and so then it was set to start, I believe, in like February or something like that. And so in January, we were going to Europe and I got a call from him that said that, you know, through his coach or, or what their their current figures were at the office, they couldn't afford to bring me on actually until like June or July or sometime in the summer. Mm. And I was a little bit 50-50 at that point on, I, I knew that I had kind of the spirit. I had a bunch of my doctors um, at school that were like, are you sure you want to be an associate? You kind of have like that go for it attitude, like you should consider starting your own thing. I was nervous that, you know, starting from zero is very frightening, obviously, mm -hmm. as every entrepreneur knows. Yeah. But um, and so uh, when I got that call, I was kind of like, we were about to head to Europe two days later. And so I, I was frantic. And so I, um, I would, I just kind of was like, I'm going to, okay, like this is what it is. I'll see what happens. A bunch more of my mentors were kind of like, just go to Europe, put this all aside, come back and, and just like, you know, kind of think about it then. And so and when, I did, when was this, what year was this that? was, so I graduated in 2017 in okay. December. Yeah. So this was really shortly after this, this yeah. was in 2018. Yeah. Um, and so um, I was, I, I came back and I, like I said, I was almost 50-50 on, on just going for it anyway, especially not having a kid, not being married at that time. And so I kind of just took that as my sign from the universe <laughs> that this, like you're, you're supposed to start your own business. Mm -hmm. And so fortunately that, that did kick me in, in the butt. I don't mm -hmm. know what sort no, of language we, okay, yeah, yeah, kick me in the Batutsky. <laughs> and, um, and so in March of 2018, I was up and running um, after, you know, it took a little bit of time to get things, insurance, everything squared away. But so that's how I started. And, um, yeah, been, been after it ever since and, and growing every year, which has been fantastic. So that's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. And so you talk about like 2018 to now, as far as like the progression of like you as an entrepreneur, like what has that evolved as over the past couple of years as like some key things that you've learned over that, that time? Yeah. Part of it has been, I'd say that at, at its core is confidence. So like that's a more of a, of a just space cadet type answer. But when it comes to it, it was at first from both telling people about the price they would have to pay, even if I'm not the one, dic like sometimes insurance is yeah. the one dictating price anyway, yeah. but um, talking to people about money, talking to people about my best recommendations for them with care, um, talking to people about like if they're morbidly obese, finding ways to bring up sensitive issues and, and topics like that. Um, just having competence to be able to do that has, I mean, evolved exponentially since mm -hmm. then. Um, and I think that part of it is that I knew going into starting this business, going into why I wanted to become a chiropractor anyway, was to make people's lives better, to to make people feel better, get people out of pain and everything. Mm. And so taking the stance of having that at, at the core of all of that I'm telling these people and or recommending or, or educating people, um, when when I think of it from that and um, the confidence and and just think taking it from a stance of of people first and, and like what I want or whatever, it doesn't really matter. It comes down to what is going to work best for them. What's the best recommendation for them. Um, that's been really kind of my model, what I've learned the most, what I've grown from the most and everything like that. And it's kind of how I just do business day in and day out really mm -hmm. is when I'm partnering with people or when I'm working with patients, it comes down to like, I, I don't care. I love what I do. First and foremost, I've eaten dirt for enough years that like, I, you know, I have, 
a wife who supports me. It's more about I want to get you better. And through that, we're going to to continue to get more people, more referrals, see, grow the practice just due mm -hmm. to people actually feeling valued and feeling heard and connected with, which I think is missing in a lot of fields, healthcare especially. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, and I appreciate you sharing that. And, and I think you mentioned something, and I could be wrong on this, so correct me if I'm wrong, but like the first couple of years, you were doing other things as well to pay some of the bills and make some money while being like fulfilling your dream, right? Is that correct? Yeah, more or yeah. less. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, um, especially like um, given that like two years in was COVID. Yeah. Um, but I was um, I was still working at uh, Veta Concord on the side. I still to this day coach for um, coach for racquetball team, a high school racquetball team. Mm. Um, and then I was door dashing periodically as well, too. So, yeah, my my wife, fortunately, during that time has had a salary and has given benefit like health health benefits for us, which yeah. has been phenomenal. So she's kind of allowed me to have this growth. Yeah. Um, but you know, as a result, I big, you'll hear this all the time, but like, if you're, if you're starting something, even for me, it was all in, I didn't have anything else, but it's like, right. if you're like, rather than just twiddling my thumbs at the office, yeah, I was out yeah. doing marketing events or doing side hustles like that just to, to yeah. continue to bring in some more money for sure. Yeah. yeah. No. And, and the reason why I bring that up is because like a lot of people listen to this episode and they might be at a new point in their entrepreneurial journey. They might be working for somebody else thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, or they might just be going through like a rough patch in their business where they're like, I'm not making the money that I want to. I, you know, when I went all in, I went all in, I had some money set aside to not pay myself for nine months, but not everybody is in that, you know, not everybody's in that fortunate position, but so many people will give the excuse of like, oh, here's my circumstance. Business isn't where I want it to be and then feel bad for me. Whereas like, you're a good example of somebody that was like, no, I'm going to go either market my business or I'm going to go do something on the side to make money. So then that way I can build this thing. Right? Yeah. So kind of transitioning in to the next aspect, which kind of goes into talking about like building the, the marketing side and building your brand. Um, what is your opinion of like, why building your brand is so important, whether it's the brand of your business or the brand of like, Brendan Gilgem, the chiropractor. Yeah. Well, first of all, did you did you say nine months was how long it took for you to pay yourself? Yeah. That, that yeah. was that was yeah. me too. It was yeah. almost exactly nine yeah. months before I before yeah. I. A lot of people are like, yeah, no, it's literally about nine months. Like, yeah. That's, right. That's exactly. Typical. Yeah. Um, building the brand has always been something that I uh, placed value on for sure. Um, I know from the beginning. I wanted to immediately be putting out content that um, people could relate to, and and it and it was both approachable and informative from from my stance as a chiropractor. Mm. Um, but I think that all too often now you would know this very well, but like on social media, especially there is um, a lot of bots. But that's besides the point. There's a lot of fluff, mm. and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, fake gurus and everything, which right. I'm sure you've you've spoken to yeah. to ad nauseum, but. Um, and so I think that when you are putting yourself out there, both from, um, like I said, a content actually providing something of value informationally, mm -hmm. but also showing yourself, um, that is the thing that draws people to you just because again, in today's society with the internet, there are so many options out there mm -hmm. that when you are relatable, like that's massive. And so, um, my, my part of what I do, I, I've said, I, I love making people feel better, but I also love talking to people too. Mm. And so I think that part of what I do in chiropractic and everything too is um, the fact that they do have somebody there that they can chat, whether that's 
part, I, I have a psychology degree, but I feel like a psychologist yeah. or a psychiatrist, almost psychologist. Sometimes yeah. people will come to me with these deepest dark seated issues. And I was like, I'm just here for the low back pain. Yeah. But, but then, you know, we unpack a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, and all that goes back to that building, that brand where, um, whether somebody referred them to me, whether they know me, whether they found me off social media, but something about what I was putting out as part of building that brand garnered trust from them mm. to where they, they felt that they could not only trust me with their health, but like, you know, more personal issues or things like that as well too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah, obviously extraordinarily important. Yeah. So, I mean, like going back, especially like in, in your business specifically, like they're coming to see you. Yeah. Right. Like, right. of course, like, you know, they might, you know, I, I know you've seen other patients of, of other doctors and vice versa. Right. But like 99% of the time, like you are the reason why. Sure. So did you know, like going into this, I'm assuming it sounds like from the beginning you started wanting to build a brand. So you knew like, Hey, this was going to be a part of like, the description of being an entrepreneur, I have to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. And like I said, I, I love the people aspect of things. Mm. And so, um, from that building the brand aspect, I think with it, it, you could argue this for a lot of fields, but I would definitely say it's true with chiropractic that mm. people are coming to see you, the doctor. And I noticed that when I was preceptoring, people would be like, Oh crap, I have to see Dr. Brendan now. Cause the other doc's out. So I felt yeah. it both ways. Like, where when you have that rapport, that connection with somebody, it's it's vitally important. And yeah. so building a brand, um, and especially through social media nowadays, but but I mean it's it's in person brand, but but on on online as well too, like yeah, it's it's paramount. And mm. for most professions, mine especially, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about some of the strategies. I know I've like seen them obviously some of the strategies you're doing, but like, what are some of the strategies you've used and are using to build your brand? Okay. So online through social media, um, I don't know that it's the best approach necessarily because I have a couple of accounts, but like, for example, I have just my personal one, which is, um, private, but you know, people, I, I post health related things on there. Um, the main two that I'm doing to build my brand is I post daily. I ha I post and I have a, um, a, a brand that I absolutely love that that posts really informative education ed evidence based things on my my doctor account Gilgem mm -hmm. Cairo, mm -hmm. um, and then I have recently within the last year started an account um, that's more centered on health fitness um, like like we've talked about personal growth personal um, journey everything like that um, and so that's more for. Uh, I used it. I say I use it to inspire me first to mm -hmm. stay the course of. Um, I could go into my my weight loss journey recently, but um, it's to inspire yeah, you're me. Looking but, good, man. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Just about consistency, but but uh, but one of the things that I find through that um, is that you're able to like people like for example, you like with growing your businesses and your everything like that. I'm inspired by people I know too. Mm. And I know that a lot of people look to a healthcare provider for inspiration. So that's one of the things I was like, if I can inspire myself, I can stay lit. I can stay, um, you know, like my, my flame is lit so that I can continue to not only for my patients, but for my friends and family. Like I want them to be living life while they're alive, like having, having health, healthy lives the whole time. Of course. Um, so that account is called Guild Gains. Um, but that's, that's the account that I'm using for that and just follow, like curated my feed to only be people that I like or people that are posting things that light me on fire mm -hmm. so that I can sort of repost and reshare that too. Yeah. Um, and in so doing, just continuing to spread the message of, 
of health and, and wellness and but not only physically, you know, financially, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all those all those things that that encompass that. And I think as you grow and age and mature, especially as an entrepreneur, you realize how important it is for all those. Mm. And all too often, especially as an entrepreneur, people will place their health on the back burner at the expense of growing their business. Yeah. And I definitely uh fortunately I've never had to deal with that just because I've always been health first. But mm. Um, you know, if you don't have that, then, then you have nothing. You'll, your, your brain won't, you know, won't fire as fast. You won't be able to, to get up and put in the same amount of hours if you're not taking care of all of those things. So being able to build my brand through those accounts, um, online has been one thing. And then in person, I know that, you know, I play racquetball, uh, very competitively still. I coach racquetball. I'm, I'm always around that. Um, I'm always, you know, at my gym and everything. Um, and what, that has allowed me to do is um, sometimes sometimes I, I would say I get annoyed by it, but not really. But like I'll be there, I'll be coaching, I'll be working out or doing something like that. But because I'm like always talking about these things, I'm talking about health, I'm trying to live it as much as I can to, I will just be approached be like, hey, doc, you know, I've got, the, I've got this yeah, going on X, Y, yeah. and Z. And I appreciate that people think of me first in those instances. So yeah. it's, you take a step back. Yes. I'm in the middle of coaching or yes, I was doing a, you know, a bicep curl for the girls, but yeah. like, I, I appreciate that I have been able to brand myself so that they know that if they have a question on that or, or want to see somebody about that, they're coming to me yeah. over that. So, uh, you know, in person and online for me has been big with, with branding that. Yeah. No, th- thanks for sharing that. I think it gives, like me a revitalization especially like the the online stuff is like as you mentioned is like if you can live it and people know that you're living it not only are they getting inspiration from it but they're coming to you when they need your stuff and they're usually talking about you to other people Definitely. hey did you see what's going on or when somebody says hey i need a chiropractor they're like hey go to dr gilgen um i know chiropractic like in general is like a very competitive space right because there's chiropractors like they're not a diamond dozen, but they're almost a diamond. But a diamond dozen because, like, you can travel if you really, really want to go see like a specific doctor, right, right? Right, right? Like, of course, like in a in a Oakville, for example, there's probably not too too many of them, but there's probably more than enough, right? So, sure. how do you, how have you like seen it from a competitive standpoint of like being able to stick out? Like, what are you doing that you feel like might be a little bit different from some of the other competitors, quote unquote, that are out there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, where do I start with this? So, um, <laughs> so uh, there, with chiropractic, especially having a great university in Logan in St. Louis, mm. they are everywhere in mm. St. Louis. That being said, I think chiropractors see anywhere from, depending on the stat, like nine to fourteen percent of the population. Okay. And so, from a competition standpoint, the numbers are there. But I also believe that it just seems like there's more chiropractors because most of chiropractic is private practice. So they are all over the place because they're not like in any hospital, there's a, you know, a thousand MDs. (laughs) They're not all peppered all throughout. And it's just the nature of how chiropractic works. However, that being said, there is a um, massive need to differentiate yourself just because so many docs are the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we do that, or I do that specifically through how I I obviously take care of the patient, I would say that's the most important thing, mm-hmm. but then also in how you educate the patients. And so I think most many people have heard this at some point if they have a doctor who edu- actually educates you, but doctor mm-hmm. from the Latin word for doctor means teacher. Mm-hmm. 
And so I love that because I really actually try and take that to heart, especially because so much of our population is not health literate at all. Sure. And so being able to educate people on basic things about their health, basic, you know, doesn't even have to be musculoskeletal, which is what our bread and butter is. It can be their diet. It can be their mental health. It can be their sleep, all these other things that are vitally important as well, too. Mm. So what we'll do um, to differentiate is actually spend the time when you come in for our first visit, you know, we're going to do an exam, run you through blah, 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 X, Y, and Z. But it's not going to feel like you're just there and I'm just running you through a wood chipper and to get to the next person. And yeah. so, um, and a lot of people can attest to that too. And that's, that's a first, great first step for having a, a good doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, what we'll do is um, we have multiple different treatment modalities that we do um, outside of just chiropractic itself too. Um, Cause research will show you that the more you're able to do as fast as you can, the faster you'll get results. And so that's what we take advantage of as well. Um, and then lastly, what we do is um, give you your homework. Mm-hmm. So we'll give you some some uh, evidence-based sort of exercises, stretches, strengthening things that you can be doing outside of that because the, you're in our office for you know anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour or less. And so uh, what'll happen then is like, you've got the other 23 and a half hours of your day that you're you're back to doing what you were doing beforehand or whatever caused the pain and everything like that. And so it's vitally important as well too. I, I know I've been saying that about a lot of stuff, but um, that you're trying to improve your body's function outside of that so that you're not just waiting on us to, to come in and, uh, and try and fix it. And I think that part of that goes back to the education process where so many times people will want a doctor to prescribe them a pill or something like that. And mm. it's like a magic cure all, or, you know, even just coming to see me like magic cure all, lay your hands on me and heal me, you know, yeah. doc. And so they're giving, giving people ownership over their health yeah. the same way that, that you would give people ownership over anything. Their uh, parts of their life mm. is empowering to them. And most of the time they don't even realize that they have that power. So educating them not only on their body, but that they are responsible for it and to take ownership of it is huge in changing a lot of these people's um, pain levels, but also just their life trajectory in, in general, which is always awesome to see. It's so cool when when a light bulb clicks for people like that and they start to make serious progress. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes yep. sense. So what are you most excited about like right now, 2024 and, and in the future when it comes to, to your business and, and your brand? Yeah. So, um, what I've really loved for me personally in the brand, I mentioned that I started that, um, Gilge Gaines account recently, which is just about, like I said, inspiring myself first and foremost to continue to inspire others. Um, but what that is, uh, what I, what I forced it to make me do is not only stay consistent in the gym, um, but also stay consistent with reading the books that are on my bookshelf with, um, doing breath works with spending time in meditation. These are all things that I started before 2024, just so I didn't feel too hypocritical about the new year thing. I think that as soon as you have a good idea, you should hop on it and not wait till new year. Somebody tells you, but, um, so I'm really excited to continue to see that evolve me. Um, because I know I've been able to bring way more zest even than I already had to, to all of my interactions day in and day out. Um, but from my business, the, um, the main thing that has happened over the years is that it it is com- it's compounding interest essentially. It's mm-hmm. when you when you do spend that time on each person, like I mentioned that we do, you get a 
uh, a return on that in that those people then are going out to the other people in their community and and expressing how not only did did they feel better, which is what I care about the most most importantly, mm. um, but also you know like they they weren't just sent in as as you know uh, on a line to so I was seeing the next patient they they felt heard they felt that um, they actually had their problems understood and were given the appropriate um, steps to be able to handle them not only acutely but long term as well, and so. Um, long story short to that answer, just continued growth. It's been really fun working alongside the other doc that I'm with to kind of see our practice grow, see um, more of the systems that we have in place, just continue to to work and continue to um, churn out more patients that are educated and do actively choose on their own to continue to come back and see us even when they're out of pain, just to make sure that they're staying out of pain. Um, and that growth has been has been phenomenal. And and when your schedule's bull uh, full up and and you're busy and everything, it obviously continues to inspire t uh, what you do and and your passion for it. So mm -hmm. um, that has been has been really nice to see. And it's driven by partially things that I've kind of taken ownership outside of that to continue to light that fire. So mm. yeah, love it, man. Yep. Love it, man. Well, we'll wrap up here in a second. But where can people stay connected with you? I know you mentioned the guilds. Uh, what is it? The yeah, so my business account is Gilg or Gilgem Cairo. Okay, all right. And then my the that other one that I made on Instagram that's just if you're looking for a little inspiration, if you're looking for um, inspiration to get back in the gym or to start reading books or to do X, Y, and Z different thing, um, it's called Gilge Gains with a Z at the end. Mm. Um, so just just type in G I L G and you'll start to get all of my stuff. There's not many Gilgems running around there yeah. doing stuff. So yep. we'll definitely make sure we put all that stuff in there and then tell everybody, cause I know there's quite a few people that listen here in St. Louis, tell people where your office is located, how they can get a hold of the business. Yeah. So our, my office Gilgem chiropractic is out of the South County chiropractic office, which is in Oakville. So myself and Dr. White, who are there both work hand in hand, two separate businesses kind of working under the same roof. And we do, we have a lot of overlap and how we practice. Um, it's uh, Our number is 314-892-3602. Give us a call to schedule. Um, but it's right behind the Overweiss in Oakville. So if you're anywhere in South County, if you're anywhere in St. Louis, really, I have people travel from St. Charles to come out and see. If you if you have a doctor that or anybody that that give provides a service to you that you like, everybody knows you'll, you'll travel to see them anyway. So, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a patient. So I endorse you. We appreciate so, you. Yep. So if if you're listening to this and you're in St. Louis and you need some chiropractic stuff, go see Brendan and mention the Builders Authority podcast. Absolutely. Let yep. Know, let yep. him know that you found us or you found him on here. And uh, Brendan, any last pieces of advice for the audience? Uh, yeah. I mean, really what the same thing that I tell all of my patients is just you are you you are your life. You only have an X amount of days. You've got to take ownership over every day. You're not your diagnosis. If somebody says you've got degenerative disc or something, X, Y, and Z, whatever it is, you're not your diagnosis. Get out, move, live, see somebody who can help you put you on a path to continue to get more life out of your years, more living into every one of your days. Um, and hopefully you're seeing somebody that that can do that for you because life is short, baby. So take advantage of it. Yeah, love it, man. Great way to end the episode. Thanks again for coming on, man. This is Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Yeah. And thank you to the audience for listening to today's episode. And remember, authority isn't built overnight. It's built over time. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. 
If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We sure do appreciate it. Until next time, friends.